0: Hello and welcome. In this episode, I will be speaking to a medical patient that was arrested for their seemingly legal conduct within the state of Illinois. Folks, this is among the number of cases that I have heard of where people are continuing to be criminalized for their possession, use, or cultivation of the cannabis plant, despite the fact that cannabis is supposedly legal in this state. Folks, I'm gathering these stories and I'm trying to put them all together on one page. If you go to thecolememo.com slash is it legal, you will see the beginning of this project uh, right now at the time of this recording, which is February 20th, 2024. The page is relatively slim with Not much content. I'm displaying it right now. It only has uh, the information about the story we're going to be talking about today and Christian Reichert, which is a story that we've talked about in the past. I will be adding more cases to this page, and the reason I'm announcing this is to let you know that if you've been affected by the continued criminalization of cannabis, please reach out. I'd love to feature your story, even if it was anonymously. We do not have to feature your voice, picture, or real name, although that would be preferred. Uh, If you are willing to share your story because the continued criminalization of cannabis is occurring in the state of Illinois, um, if you'd like to share your story with how you've been affected by that, please reach out to me. You can go to slash contact to reach out or you can reach out to us through any of our social media handles, folks. This is The Cole Memo. I'm your host, Cole Preston. Every episode is released in audio, video, and transcript formats. To find the audio, video, or transcript version of any episode, please refer to the description of the episode that you're listening to. Within that description, you'll find a link that will take you to our website, which will display the transcript for this episode and the platforms where you can find this episode in audio or video formats. If you're unable to locate the episode description on whichever platform you're listening from, simply note the episode number and visit TheColeMemo.com. From there, you can find the corresponding episode, and then you'll be able to access the audio, video, and transcript version of the episode. You might also find any links that we reference during the episode so that you might be able to do your own research. Folks, when you go to TheColeMemo.com, I released... I rolled out rather a new search feature. So if you're looking for episode 50, for example, just type in five zero into the search bar and it should pull the episode for you. It should pull that episode up for you. If you're not listening to this episode of the Cole Memo on Patreon, then you're listening to this episode later than our patrons. To become a patron, go to thecolememo.com slash It's a great way to support our show, but one of the best ways to support our show is absolutely free. Subscribe to or follow our show. Leave us a positive review from wherever you're listening to us from. Favorite this episode. Give it a thumbs up. Leave a comment or post a review. Reviews are very helpful. Your engagement and support is appreciated. Enjoy this episode of The Cole Memo. thanks for hopping on such short notice impromptu yeah thanks for having me absolutely
1: I just got home from work
0: well um i'd love to have you introduce yourself before you tell us about the shitty experience you went through with the state of illinois and and being uh, a victim to the continued criminalization of cannabis Uh, but before we do that maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself and if you want to plug your stuff you do online feel free
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm David. I have two, uh, mainly two YouTube channels that I work on. Uh, One is a local body cam uh, police interaction slash news channel where I do FOIA requests from the local police departments and find interesting interactions and uh, and basically report on them. Some of these interactions are are uh, positive on the side of the police and some of them are are negative on the side of the police. I really don't go one way, one way or the other. I just let the interaction play out and kind of talk about it and my opinions and stuff. And so right now that that channel has about 106,000 subscribers and I get on average about 10 million views a month. Uh, some of my videos have gone uh, viral, viral. There was a video I did on A gentleman, Lamar Bell out of Rockford, who died from an overdose. He would possibly have lived if the cops called the police, but instead they kept interrogating him and out in the car asking him, What did you swallow? Basically. And even and even though he had confessed they they didn't call the ambulance for him for quite a while and and he wound up dying. And so I was the first to release that video and it got uh, millions of views and it it made pretty, pretty national. Uh, news i i would say and then uh and then there's some uh very positive the uh positive videos about the police right so that's one channel i also have a channel uh for indoor gardening because that's something i do here you can see my grow tent now this is the grow tent with kale and tomatoes and peppers and all that fun stuff um But I also have a smaller one, which I can show you here, which right now has four plants in it. Nice. You know, uh, just doing just my med card thing, you know? So um, I got raided, basically, uh, and I'm going to, now that this case has been adjudicated, I'm going to be getting all that body cam video because... I feel it's inappropriate for me to show everyone else's arrest and uh, and not show mine. So I'm getting that video and there will be a YouTube video about this, but it's very interesting because they came here and there was nothing in the house um, except for my personal stash, which was over a hundred grams for myself, but they didn't know. They thought this was a, some sort of large grow operation or something. I think they were, they were tipped off. I was possibly swatted because of uh, my YouTube channel, something to that effect, but they showed up here in force and uh, there was nothing here. Um, not even the four plants that you saw in there. There was literally nothing except for my my bong and my box full of weed. So they confiscated that, but they they weren't done there. They decided to confiscate my grow lights that's why i have these really shitty blurple lights in here right now because they took my lights they also took my press because i was make you know i was using my press for my things and uh so that was over a year ago and they were trying to charge me with two felonies first being manufacturing uh and the second with that's a class three felony the second was going to be possession over 100 grams for the weed I had in my, in my personal box here because it was not in a dispensary container, of course, right? So they I found this out because my wife was home. I was off at work because I'm an electrician during the day. Everything at YouTube, I do at night. So I was off at work. My wife calls me up, upset. Uh, there's police raiding the house. So I turned myself in because I knew um, they had a a warrant for my arrest at that point. So I showed up with my lawyer. And uh, I sat in jail for a few hours and was able to bail myself out pretty quickly for
2: $2,000.
1: So they didn't have a lot on me, right? Because there was nothing here. There wasn't even everything was. Empty. I was in between grows. I was cleaning out for some bugs. I was making sure I had no more fungus gnats going. Uh, So it was probably pretty embarrassing for them, I would say. Um, It's going to be a a pretty good video, I would say, when I get that out. Um, They did upset me because they when I got released from jail, it was a terrible winter storm and I got released from the, the police department. And I went to call my wife to to have her come pick me up, and they said you can't call her. We we took her phone, and I said, "Well, why did you take her phone?" And they said, "Well, she didn't want to answer questions." And I said, "Oh, so um, Fifth Amendment retaliation, right? Because she didn't want to answer questions, she pleaded the Fifth. So you retaliated against her by seizing her phone, even though there, even though there was nothing in the house, right? Uh, besides." you know, my personal stuff, which was in my blocked. This is a locked room. Uh, People don't have access to this, right? It's just mine, you know? So, um, so a year of going through this uh, court dates every month, just getting delayed. Um, It came down to the last day. My lawyer struck a deal with their lawyers or whatever. And they decided if I, Pleaded guilty to the smaller charge of of uh, possession over hundred grams. That obviously they would drop the larger charge, and they agreed that I would have a five hundred dollar fine, and I needed a drug evaluation, okay, uh, to see if I'm a druggie or whatever. So, but then it got a little, little interesting because the The lawyer comes and he's like, but we got to decide what to do about your lights because they had my property. It was like an issue, right? It's that's a whole nother case. We would have had to come back to court. He's like, what if I get your charges dropped to like 75 and they keep all this, all your stuff? And I said, so they want to buy my lights. He's like, yeah, basically they're going to buy your lights for $425. And I'm like, well, I think that's a good deal. I'll take that deal. So right now, and, and my my lawyer told me to plead guilty to the felony. He said, do that because once you complete paying your 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 uh $75 and you take the uh and you go and do the rehab, the not the rehab, the the drug evaluation, he said he said, right after that, I can walk in here because of the new cannabis laws and have everything expunged from your record like it never happened it's like so just plead to it and because of the cannabis laws it's all going to work out and this was yesterday so uh i i did what he said they they have my lights and my press now so now i have to get more lights but <clears throat> i'm hoping somebody uh some company sees some of my youtube videos and just sends me some lights uh as a sponsorship and so now i think i can rest easy because they were talking jail time all the way up until this but I, you know i do a lot of videos on criminals and i see a lot of people doing a lot more dangerous stuff than i ever did and uh they're getting probation and and all that fun stuff for them so so that's kind of the story and and because i got arrested i wanted to get my my video and i found that I was able to get my video pretty easily, only only part of it. So I, I requested other videos of other arrests, and I got those videos pretty good. And because of that, I kind of developed a relationship with my police department that arrested me, because I go there and I get videos of their police officers. And a lot of their police officers are actually really great guys. And I say this with absolute hatred for that department, because they arrested me. But I, and so what happened was I did a, a video on this one officer who I felt so strongly about was just a, such, who bent over so backwards for this quote unquote criminal. And, and all the comments that I actually did a GoFundMe for this officer because it was called give a good cop a vacation where we just try to get like $6,000 together to get him a vacation to Florida. Cause he take he works like 12 hour shifts and people hate him, even though he's a good guy, you know? So it's really opened my eyes to a lot of, you know, just there's good cops, there's bad cops, there's there's good criminals who didn't really do anything, and there's there's bad criminals who do deserve jail, and it's just it's all gray, you know. Uh, everyone wants it to be black and white, and I see that in my the comments in my video. Like that criminal's terrible, and then the next comment was, "I kind of like that guy," you know, and it's it's all gray, you know, so. So that's yeah. my story. Do you have any, any questions or. I would, I did want
0: to add, I, first of all, uh, I just love what you're doing and um, I'm going to have to check out the police channel. Cause it's something I've recently gotten interested in and maybe we can talk more about it offline, but um, yeah, I will plug that folks. If you want to check out uh, the Instagram, the urban garden or uh, the YouTube channels we just mentioned uh, with growing information and the local police channel just go into the podcast description and you can find those links um so you have a you have a medical card right yes you have and you had one yes um that's that's just very interesting that this is how this ended up so so it's interesting so you're saying it started like with somebody like swatting you Right. Potenti- well, that's potentially. that's what I
1: potentially I don't really know. They just showed up at my house. You know, my wife called me before they raided and said, there's there's a lot of cops in our cul-de-sac, you yeah. know, and she didn't know why. And then um, an hour later, she's like, well, they busted it. They they knocked heavily on the door with guns. But the truth is, overall, they were pretty good. Um, it was Christmas time. I had wrapped Christmas presents for my kid. They didn't destroy them, you know. They didn't even open them up. They saw I had nothing here. It's my house does not look like a drug den in any way. My my wife keeps keeps a very clean house. I I take no responsibility because I'm a slum, but my wife keeps an, an impeccable house. So they walk in. It's beautiful. There's no there's no drugs. There's nothing here. I don't I don't even own a gun, you know. So it's. They had nothing to go on, but they still felt like they had to do something, you
0: know? I think it's ins- – so um I have a few things I got to get through here. Your story is crazy, dude. Um uh, So they took your equipment and said you were – Well, your rosin thing, they said you were processing. It's like, well, yeah, you are, but that's not illegal. And it's not processing in the sense of any chemicals being involved. It's a physical force. It's a – I mean anybody can have a hydraulic press and heating plates. Yeah.
1: I bought it at Harbor Freight. I mean, it'd
0: be one thing, right, if you had like a yeah. a, a fucking CO two setup and you were doing like an in loop in your fucking garage. I mean, that I'm just just like you know we don't let people right. uh, distill alcohol without a license. I think that would be yeah. an equivalent maybe the, for cannabis. The you know, hybrid, but that's The hydrocarbon what you
1: were doing. is illegal. You can't do the hydrocarbon, but I was just I was just pressing. It was a, a press I got from Harbor Plate. Yeah, Harbor I mean, you Freight. can do that
0: with your uh, hair straightener. Is that illegal? Right. 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 <laughs> so um, that's fucking crazy. Uh, second, like the biggest thing for me, I want to ask you about your drug evaluation while I pull up other parts of the law. I really think you got I I, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Um, I'd be interested to hear what you think about this, because I've actually asked the state about your very situation, and I'd be interested to hear what you think about what they've said to me given what you've already gone through. Um, but allow me to follow or allow me to pull that up while I ask you. Did you go through the drug evaluation that you mentioned?
1: I just uh schedule it for next Monday because it's so all just happened. What is
0: are you I know you just scheduled it. So yeah. are you gonna have to like pay for that?
1: Yeah. So it was interesting. I called the number my lawyer gave me. He gave me a referral and he said just call these people. So I called i thinking it was a doctor's office because it's called like A New Hope. That's all I got. (laughs) And so I called and a nice lady answered the phone. I told her what I needed to do. She's like, yeah, just come on Monday, um, bring 150 in cash and we'll just take care of it. So I have a feeling she is a counselor of some kind, a therapist who's just going to evaluate me. I think that's what's going to happen. But I have a card. So, you know, and I don't do anything else, so I'm not worried about the drug test as long as they're cool with this. You know, which they, my lawyer said it was fine because I have a card and whatever it's legal. And
0: yeah, you have a card. Know. And frankly, let's I, I look. I'm no lawyer, but I've spoken to a few and I've run this by the uh, the state of Illinois themselves. And let's just start with first of all what you're talking about. Let's give people the background. I think that is important. Uh, here are the Illinois laws and penalties. It sounds like you're getting hit with this maybe or somewhere around here um so i can zoom in a bit so it's a little bit bigger um
1: yeah that one that's it possession yeah. of uh 100 to 500 yeah
0: yeah and um they're not talking jail time right because it does say you No. Could've... okay good
1: gotcha. yeah it's a 75 dollar fine is my actual punishment and, that... and they're
0: not charging you for anything growing related other than the they mentioned the hash rosin or the the rosin press rather right?
1: they didn't really mention it that just that I have it and they're gonna they're keeping it you know um, oh, so
0: it's not a part of your charge it's not like manufacturing or anything
1: well that was the, the other charge was some sort of manufacturing with intent to distribute was the higher felony that got dropped okay but it didn't dropped. say anything specific about hash or anything It just Mm-hmm. That was the larger one that, that they dropped as I pled to the lower offense.
0: Understood. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that I want to show you, and I'd be interested to hear what your legal uh, professionals would think about this. And I don't know what they can do really at this point, but I've spoken to many attorneys and um, even the state of Illinois, like I said, about the very situation you just encountered. So first of all, let's take a look at the law. So this is going to be a little dry for a second, but hear me out, folks. The possession limit you can have 30 grams of flour. This is for people that are 21 years of age and are a resident of the state of Illinois. You can have 30 grams of flour, no more than 500 milligrams of THC, five grams of cannabis concentrate. And that's if that's again just if you're a resident and you're 21 years of age or older. If you're a medical cannabis patient, your possession limits are different. And, um, Specifically to your situation, this is where I really think you uh, got wronged. For registered qualifying patients, any cannabis produced by cannabis plants grown under subsection B, which is the home grow section, provided any amount of cannabis produced in excess of 30 grams or its equivalent must remain secured within the residence or residential property in which it was grown. That's a really long way of saying As attorneys have told me, the Illinois is a keep what you grow state as long as the amounts that are in excess of 30 grams are secured in the house. Now, what does that mean? I don't know, but I will say that I ran that question by the state of Illinois, and I'll have this linked. The Cannabis Regulation Oversight Office, I said basically exactly what you just what I just told you. In the past, attorneys have told me that the law allows you to cultivate and possess as much cannabis as you want at home. If you are a registered medical cannabis patient in the state of Illinois, provided that you stay within within your five-plant limit as a medical cannabis patient and provided that all amounts that exceed 30 grams are, quote, secured in the home, is this a correct interpretation of the law? In other words, is Illinois a keep-what-you-grow state? If not… Should medical cannabis patients dispose of all quantities that exceed their possession limit? Right. And this is what they said to me. I want to stress that this is not legal advice. So that's what they led with. But I would interpret both sections as you did. I will check with our legal team. I can't promise a definitive answer. I strongly recommend that individuals uh, with questions about the legality of specific behavior consult with an attorney. Um. So again, they were very clear about the fact that they did not have an answer for me, but they did acknowledge that they interpret the sections as I did and as the attorneys I've spoke to uh, have. So, I mean, I guess they could start to argue about whether or not your cannabis was secured, but um, you shouldn't – 30 grams is not your possession limit if your card says, and I'm sure it does, two and a half ounces – My card says five ounces. I know some people that have more than that because you can get your allotment increased. So it's like yeah, I really feel like they fucked you there just because those – I mean they're not wrong that for normal adults, those rules apply, unfortunately, and that's what's really fucked up about our law. But you had a medical card.
1: Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, well, so – but what offended me the most was not what they did it was actually what DCFS did okay because I have a kid <clears throat> so <clears throat> the scumbaggest, scumbaggiest person on earth came here and tried to accuse me of of being um abusive and neglective towards my child now when the police arrived here like I said my house is is very clean there was a very nice Christmas tree with Christmas presents. There's a ton of food in the house. My my daughter, who's <clears throat> in elementary school, has never had a disciplinary issue. Every she loves everybody. Everybody loves her. Like there's no indication of anything. The fact that so what this scumbag tried to do was charge me and my wife with with um, was indicate us in abuse and neglect. So that had to get brought up to their higher ups. And my wife was exonerated because she didn't she didn't have any part of it, but they've indicated me in abuse and neglect. Right. And and that's and the whole evidence was that there's a cipher lock on my door, which is a button lock, because you're supposed to have a lock on the door to get down here. So I didn't have a key lock, I just have a button lock. And he called it a cipher lock.
0: Well, you're complying and with the law. They don't know the law. I know.
1: Sorry, and I'll then, pull it
0: up. Keep going.
1: Yeah, that's why I have that lock there. And then also the first appointment, he wanted to come here. My wife has anxiety issues and she didn't want to be here. She she freaks out. So she, she didn't want to be here. So she had her father, the grandfather here. So the guy could come in, talk to the kid, to my kid. He interviewed the grandfather because they needed to interview a relative. So that was his other reasoning why he thought we were being because we were being suspicious because she wasn't there the first interview, which she never said she had to be, but that's the whole evidence. There wasn't any actual evidence of abuse or neglect. That's just what they determined. And and I can tell you why this is happening, actually, because the DCFS office in this area was responsible for the death of a kid and two of their employees there are being charged and arrested right now because they neglected a kid who was actually being neglected so what happened is their employees are arrested and so now they're they're going the other direction where they're falsely accusing everyone just to make sure that they're not being accused of neglect themselves So that's a whole other story in itself. But that was really what offended me the most. Like I get the police were doing their job to a certain extent, even though they're uneducated on the laws, which go figure. Yeah, And (laughs) this were
0: for our listeners, we're displaying it right now. Cannabis cultivation must take place in an enclosed lock space. If you're an adult qualifying patient who's cultivating at home, continue. Sorry.
1: Yeah, no. So that's why there's a lock on the top of the before to get down to this basement. There's a lock with a code on it. <clears throat> so they were describing it as a cipher lock, like as it's as it's an evil kind of lock, you know? Even though you can come up from the basement, it doesn't lock you in. It just locks you from getting to the grow room, you know, as it should
0: it's hilarious that it's described as an evil lock or, you know, like they describe it like that. And then, but then the fact that you even have to have it locked in the first place infers that it's like some dangerous activity that's taking place when really it's no different than the other produce you're growing down there.
1: Yeah. Um, so that definitely inspired me to grow all these, all this produce down here because I had to grow something and Yeah it kind of it definitely changed uh did they
0: like try to take your medical card away or anything or did that was that no. really, it sounds like that was not like i don't think they understand how many rights that affords you or maybe i misunderstand how many rights a medical card affords you if they just don't take that into account
1: yeah it was uh it was a crazy situation um it ruined christmas i should say that
0: <laughs> yeah dude i'm so sorry and i'm i appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate you willing to talk about this shit because we talk about it happening and we point to it in the blotters, but it's hard sometimes to find people that were that are willing to actually come on and talk about it, you know.
1: Yeah, I have to smoke. You know, I, I moved here to be uh, from Florida as to be an electrician and I stopped smoking for three months because I was going to be drug tested. That was before it was legal up here. And my company doesn't didn't approve of cannabis and whatever. So, I made a real effort to stop smoking. I stopped for three months, but I have really terrible nightmares. It's from my childhood, from my past. I don't sleep. There's just so bad. uh, I just can't sleep. So, I went three months without sleeping. And I didn't even know that was a problem because I had always smoked, basically, you know? And then I stopped. And I thought after a month, maybe it would go away because, you know, maybe my body's just getting used to it, but it only got worse. So months later, I just had to stop, start smoking again. And that very night, I had a great night's sleep. And from then on, I don't have nightmares anymore. And it's 100% from cannabis. And that's the only thing that'll do that. And it's good for me. So that's why I smoke, you know?
0: Did you say that you did get a a piece of your footage of your arrest yet or no?
1: Yeah, they they only gave me, Right when I got arrested, I did the Is it on your arresting. YouTube channel. No, because it wasn't complete. It was okay. very interesting because all it showed was me walking into the jail and doing my arrest where and that's the moment I said to the officer, I need to call my wife and he said, you can't. And I said to him, Fifth Amendment retaliation, that's the only minute the only conversation out of the whole hour or whatever that they muted. And I know I had that conversation and I know that moment was that conversation. And that's the part that they redacted from me. And so I went to the lady who's in charge of Emily, who I now have a relationship with because I do FOIA requests all the time with her. And I said, this is, you know, I can't have this. I need every part of this. She says "Once the once everything is adjudicated, you'll have a lot more access and I won't be restricted. I'll give it all to you. Right. But until then, this is all I'm able to give you. So now it's adjudicated, right? Yesterday. So I'm going to go and get the full video of the raid, of my arrest. I'm going to ask specifically for that section where they cut out, you know, in the audio where he says, we took her phone. And I said, oh, Fifth Amendment retaliation. He's like, oh, uh, uh, ooh, uh, 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 right? Because he didn't know what to say because he knew I was right, you know? Yeah um so i mean because i yeah so that's that's basically the story so i'm gonna get the video uh it's gonna take a week or two for me to edit it i'll put it on the youtube channel it'll probably be pretty good it's gonna say something to the effect of youtuber gets raided and cops look stupid or something like that because they walked in here into an empty empty everything empty you know? When you
0: when you debut it, let me know if you want to come back on and we can like uh, narrate it, so so to say, commentate it, if you will. Yeah, um, that'll be fun. You yeah, know what I mean something like that. So yeah. Um,
1: so I don't know. Just so you know, man, I've been watching your your stuff for a long time under like a personal account, and I've commented here and there. But I just want you to know, I really respect what you do. I love the journalistic approach and the honesty and the research you do. Part of what you do and and. Uh, has inspired me to do what I do. Uh, the last video I put out, for example, is basically I get I got one minute of an officer getting shot, and then that suspect being hit by a police car and flying across the screen. That's all I got, and there was no audio, there was nothing. And so you'll see it on TikTok here and there, but you don't. There's no context, there's nothing to it. But I was able to find. Uh, interviews with the, the family and an interview with the, the police chief and find the stories. And I saw a, a clip of the officer leaving the hospital in a wheelchair because he survived. Because what happened was this guy started just shooting at, at him. And then he started beating the officer with his gun, right? And then he flees the scene and they they found him. Uh, but they found him with the hood of their car and yeah. he went flying. damn You know, and a lot of times... I'm I hate police brutality but you know I do know that if you have an armed felon who's shooting at people you basically have to take him down and if they hit him with a car and he survives it's actually better than them just mowing him down with bullets right because he's running down the streets being crazy with a gun in his hand they hit him with the car he survived everybody survived it sucks but he he did it to himself you know you can't just jump out of a car and start shooting at an officer and then beat him with your gun and then expect everything to be okay. You know? Yeah. Is
0: it a officer down, but killer gets instant karma. I could play it a little bit. Yeah. Um, Cool. Let's pull this up. Oh shit. Yeah. This is wild. And then we'll probably wrap this soon, but I just want to give people a taste uh, for the uh, channel here. So, boom boom I apologize my screen share is messing up
1: So it's a really good video I actually cracked almost cried a couple times watching it Anna.
2: at some point during the conversation Santana exited his vehicle and fired at least 10 shots at Cody some of which struck him at least 2 one at each leg Tony tried to take cover, but the suspect ran after him, catching up to him, and repeatedly struck him in the head and face with the gun after completely emptying the mask.
1: It's hard to tell here, but the officer falls down, the suspect chases him, and then begins beating the tar out of him.
2: CPD has confirmed, and it's in other open sources, that uh, the individual that has been charged uh, by state's attorney Wright uh, is also a person of interest in a homicide case in Chicago.
1: That's right guys, he's the prime suspect in the murder of this girl right here. That's why he was on the run.
2: Cody suffered facial fractures, a skull fracture, and a brain bleed in addition to being struck multiple times by gunfire as I described.
1: So as you can see the suspect takes off here, but what you also see is the officer begin to stand up, call for some help for himself, and then begin to stumble back to his patrol car.
2: officers from multiple departments converged on the area in a matter of minutes to assist Cody and search for the suspect. ISP division of patrol officers, the ISP SWAT from the division of criminal investigation, and local SWAT teams were activated along with crisis response teams, drones. Damn, and you can tell he's also fucked deployed. up and barely walks. Real ISP fucked up. in the air and spotted the suspect running across the road helping officers on the ground close in and apprehend the suspect. Within three hours of this bloody attack on Cody, the suspect was taken into custody. By the grace of God, by his own endurance, and with the help of the public and first responders, Cody survived this brutal attack. Thankfully, there were many lights shining that night. Two good Samaritans who are here with me, Travis Rebbe and Lucas Wood, called for help and provided aid to Cody on scene. Well, he he was apprehended and he was injured during the course of the apprehension ISP We had our our plane in the air and spotted the suspect running across the road helping officers on the ground close in and apprehend the suspect.
0: Oh (laughs) Sorry, damn Yeah, I mean, I mean honestly, bro if I was pulling it I I doubt they even saw him that happened quick. Yeah. I mean, and if they did, like, they were Sangre told, County they States were probably Office responding,
1: let The first count alleging
0: So you're just responding first to the gas station. You don't fucking know what's going on. Life, firearm, you don't expect people to just run do running two two down the fucking street, street like that. Yeah.
1: And it's raining. Months. Count three alleges I mean, yeah.
0: Battery with a
1: firearm, count four.
0: It definitely is unfortunate that that happened. I mean, I don't think an officer that's obviously not taught as a technique. So like you just <laughs> said, you know, I'm still going to be critical of the officer. But like at the end of the day, yeah. I could see how that you're just responding to. some. I mean, an officer was just beaten. Somebody's on the run. You yeah. last been seen probably at that gas station. And so you're just whipping in there. I mean,
1: yeah. And he did it to himself. You can't just go around shooting people. You know, I mean, it's just that's what happens, you know.
0: Right. I mean, what I will say is like he's lucky that he is in America because I don't know how yeah. cops respond in other countries. I mean, you know, obviously we've all heard of the ways that cops can respond in America. It's kind of like a meme now where cops just shoot you. I mean, it's literally a joke in Grand Theft Auto Five. If you play as Franklin, cops will just start shooting you, the black character for folks that don't know they, he'll, right. they'll just like like if you're just standing in front of him they'll just take out their gun and be like hey what are you doing boy you know stuff like that <laughs> um but so yeah. we're all aware of that but um i guess what i'm saying is like ideally in america even if you like it seems like in america let's just say that if you even co- commit a horrific act yeah we're not just gonna like sit there and shoot you on the ground like yeah so he, yeah he got hit by the car but then they apprehended him
1: and took him to yeah jail. They- they took him to the hospital. Actually. Right. So, you I know? mean, that's like, you know,
0: America, <laughs> you know,
1: it's like But the next video I put out is going to be a, a video about an officer that just throws this guy to the ground who was in handcuffs and walking just fine. He's like, oh, why'd you fall? Right? Oh, I've
0: seen that video. That's fucked up. So
1: I have the full video now that nobody else has. I have the before and after. Really? Yeah. So that's going to that's my next video. That officer is charged for that. Uh, but Shit. why did he do it, right? He did it because the suspect was beating his wife. And the officer took that very personally. Now, obviously, the officer needs to control himself. But it's like vigilante justice. And and I know there's going to be people on my comments that are like, yeah, he deserved it. But I don't, you know, you can't do that in this society. That's not what we do. The, the court, he's being jury, judge, and executioner at that point. And that's not what we do, right? Right. So. Uh, but there's going to be people that applaud that officer when I tell them that the guy was, you know, on the run from beating his wife out in the front yard, right? So it's it, it gets it gets gray again, you know. It's not all black and white anymore, you know.
0: Yeah. Maybe this can be our cliffhanger. We'll show what you were just talking about, and they can stay tuned for the video you make. It's just a 39 second video. So.
1: New video
2: shows the moment a Waukegan police officer is this threw what a handcuffed you? Civilian-
0: is this walking? Yeah. Okay,
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. To the ground. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh you fell, dude. Oh. Why'd you fall? Oh. Why'd you fall? Oh.
2: CBS 2 obtained body camera video of the incident, which happened back on December 14th. You can see Officer Richard Tabus shoving a person to the ground. The Lake County prosecutor says the situation was under control and. There was no need for the use of force. Tabus is now charged with felony official misconduct and battery to a civilian. Police say the suspect was being arrested for
1: domestic battery. Yeah, the police had only released that clip. Now I got the rest of it. It's going to come out this week, hopefully.
0: So you're saying the, the full context makes more it's, or it doesn't make it, it right but it makes no it, the emotions. it just
1: adds context you know and, and it's gonna make people be like that guy deserved that and i know they're gonna say that you know and then i know people are gonna feel like i do like he, it doesn't matter if he deserved that it's not his job to do that
0: right right that's you kind know? of where
1: i'm at yeah 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 but so, i
0: get what you're saying too though because it's like when you deal with somebody that's like a real piece of shit it's hard not to yeah. give in to that like urge to to kind of deliver that justice but like you say there's the other side of it where it's like we kind of got to let the i mean maybe, the beating system him,
1: up. maybe <laughs> right. beating him up in the yard you know maybe he's a victim twice i don't even know who knows well that's what it, we have juries and courts and evidence for that's
0: kind of where i was leading yep so well, hey, man, I could see us doing this a lot more in the future, because like I said, I've really just gotten into this genre. Um, I'm going to subscribe to both channels right now, folks, and you should go into the uh, podcast description and do the same. Support your local creators, especially when they're standing up uh, for transparency in the law, which it sounds like you're doing on this uh, police blotter. Uh, what's it called here? Uh the body cam reality news. If you're just searching it up, but yeah, again, body link, cam
1: reality news.
0: The link is in the description. I think that's probably the easiest way to get there. So, folks, I hope you yeah. found as much value in this episode as I did. um Any last words before we go?
1: No, there's a there's a Gmail e- email in there on that channel. If anyone wants to contact me, I have questions, or have a an incident that need needs to be brought to light, just let me know.
0: Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Well, I'll be in touch. Okay.
1: All right. I'll talk to you. Yep. Take care folks.